You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, made it to a Thursday. It's hour one. Dan and the Danettes. Dan Patrick Show. Glad to have you on board. A lot to talk about. You can be part of the program in a variety of ways. You can dial us up. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. Say good morning to Peacock. That's our streaming partners. Download the app. You can watch this program all three hours. And we say good morning to Fox Sports Radio lineup, also iHeartRadio and the nearly 400 cities around America carrying this award-nominated program. Play of the day, stat of the day. Seton has the poll questions coming up. Uh, some of the headlines, the Colts trading Carson Wentz to Washington. Baseball cancels more games. The Rockets beat the Lakers. And tonight, the Nets at the 76ers. More on those stories coming up. But we start with Carson Wentz. Back in 2017, looked like an MVP. Probably going to win the MVP. Then he got hurt, blew out his knee against the Rams. The Eagles awarded Wentz with a four-year, $128 million extension. Wentz hasn't been the same since then. And I did think when the Eagles shipped Wentz to the Colts last year, he was going to perform well. I thought, you got a good offensive line. You got a really good running back. You got some weapons. And you got Frank Reich, who was there with him in Philadelphia. A supportive fan base that would probably lean towards giving you a second chance or so. Now, he's on the move again. Colts traded him to Washington yesterday. And I was wondering who... Like, when you start to think about this, if Washington called me and I'm the Colts GM, Chris Ballard, now I'm going, okay, uh, they're calling. Uh, they're probably going to say you got to pay his salary and then we'll take him off your hands and we'll give you a couple of uh, fifth-round draft picks. Uh, yeah, uh, we got the uh, uh, Washington Commanders on line one, Chris. Uh, hi, how are you? Hey, um, you know what I'm thinking? Uh, maybe we give you a couple of fourth-round picks and uh, we'll take Carson Wentz off your hands. Well, wait a minute. What, what, what about his salary? Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll pay his salary. Oh, hold on, hold on a second. You, they, they're going to pay his salary and give us traffic? Okay, play it cool, play it cool, play it cool. You know, drag it out a little bit. Hmm. Okay, we'll take it. Well, yes, we'll take it. My like, God. Is this a crank call? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think Martin Mayhew is the GM of the Washington Commanders. For now. I don't know who the commanders were bidding against. Common sense? I guess you could say Washington isn't risking a lot because Wentz isn't due any guaranteed money after this year. So it makes it easy for them to move on from him. I never understood that. You know, we'll take you for a year and then we can move on from you. Like, I don't, I don't know if you go into any kind of relationship that way. Hey, you know what? I'll date you for a little while, but, you know, I can move on. Is he that much better than Taylor Heineke? That's what it comes down to. Now, I don't have to give up draft picks, and Taylor Heineke is going to be cheaper. Now, I, I looked at Taylor Heineke's numbers. They went 7-8 and eight with him as the quarterback. He threw for 3,400 yards, 20 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. Okay. Um, you know, we're used to Washington not having good quarterbacks there. And... Do I want Carson Wentz for one year where I got to pay that kind of money, give up some draft picks? Now, I was told yesterday, don't rule out Washington still taking a quarterback in the first round. And I thought, okay, why not just take a court? You're not winning anything next year. 
Dallas is better than you. Philly is getting Philly is better than you. Giants may get it right sometime soon. Maybe. But when you consider that Carson Wentz's contract, Washington's history under center, I guess there's worse options than getting Carson Wentz. At least you know there is potential there. That there's at least a little bit of a track record where he has played well. I, I just don't think mentally he's come back from when he got hurt. And look, he didn't have a good reputation off the field. Not at all in Philadelphia, even in Indianapolis. And now is when, this is what happens, when you leave a place, like you have the Seahawks players, now they're talking about Russ. Yeah, I think Russell Wilson seemed to check out last year. Uh, he's Hollywood. Like, okay, you know, this is what happens. Once you're out the door, then it's okay. It's open season. You can start talking about your former teammate. But Carson Wentz, I think Carson Wentz has to be able to read the room a little bit better than he has. I think he has to understand sort of where he stands, what his role is. He's got to mature. And it helps that you play well. I mean, Kyler Murray might be immature, but he played pretty well. Carson Wentz has to play well, and he has to mature in that position because this might be it. Usually as a top quarterback and then you wash out, you get another chance. But at age 29, you know, you start to look at this and say, is this, this is his last chance to be a starting quarterback, it feels like, in the NFL. You know, Mitchell Trubisky is going to get a chance probably to play maybe in Indianapolis or maybe with the Giants. Uh, Jameis Winston got his chance in New Orleans. Marcus Mariota still waiting for his next chance. Uh, but that's what happens. You get that second chance. And because you think, all right, he showed potential. Jameis Winston showed potential. Trubisky showed potential. Uh, Mariota showed potential. And that's what they're basing this off of. But Carson Wentz was going to be the MVP in the year they won the Super Bowl. And then he got hurt. And then they win it with Nick Foles. And he's never been the same. And mentally, what that does to you. Physically, it's one thing to come back from a knee injury. And if you've ever had one, uh, when you plant, uh, when you see people around you, you may start seeing, as you know, quarterbacks will say, you start to see, you know, the pocket's dirty, you start to see ghosts. And he just never looked like he was comfortable there. And he threw for, I think, 22 touchdowns, seven interceptions, or 27 and seven. And so I start to look at that and I go, okay. And then you realize that at, I think in eight games, he threw for less than 200 yards. I got a great running back, but it's almost impossible to be a starting quarterback and throw for less than 200 yards in eight games, even during a 17-game season. But the Colts have traded him, and if I'm the Colts, usually you make a trade because you have an idea what you're going to do. It's like Seattle. They traded Russell Wilson. By the way, Washington offered three first-round picks for Russell Wilson. Russ did not want to go to Washington. Um that's how desperate Carson Wentz is. It's like, uh, somebody wants me? Okay, I'll play for him. And Washington, it felt like this is a desperate move. Is he that much better than Taylor Heineke? I guess so. I just don't want to pay $28 million and a couple of draft picks for a guy that I think is just a little bit better than Taylor Heineke. Hell, I'd take Ryan Fitzpatrick, whatever age he is. And he got hurt last year, and he would have been the starting quarterback. So... I mean, this is how it happens in the NFL. This is quick. Remember Calvin Ridley's story? That's right. That was Monday. Here we are. It's Thursday. 
Oh, that's right, man. We were talking about gambling, and yeah, and then what happened? Aaron Rodgers, and then Russell Wilson, and now Carson Wentz. And then the next domino is going to be probably Jimmy Garoppolo. And then you're going to have Kyler Murray. And then you have Deshaun Watson's case. The, you know, it's front of the, in front of the grand jury today. You know, are they going to have a trial? And if not, does this get rectified quickly? Kyler Murray wants a new deal before the draft. Jimmy Garoppolo had off-season shoulder surgery. Could he end up in Indianapolis? Could he end up in Pittsburgh? It's the NFL's version of the transfer portal here. And it is fast and it is furious. And you got to get your quarterback. And Washington said, all right, I don't know who, I just don't know who they were bidding against. Because I would have said, uh, hey, we'll give you a couple of draft picks here. How about we split his salary? Or uh, we'll take the, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll pay the salary. We don't have to give you any draft picks. I would have done that. I would have said, wait, what? Yes. It's, it's like the Rams, they didn't need to take uh, Jared Goff. Or, or, uh, the Lions didn't need to take Jared Goff. The Rams said, we need you to take Jared Goff. It's not like the Lions go, and you got to throw in Jared Goff. It was like the Rams said, and part of the deal, you have to take Jared Goff. It just feels like I would have said, hey, a couple of draft picks and, uh, you know, you guys split the salary here. I would have been happy just to send him and you said, hey, we'll pay his salary. You don't have to give me any draft picks here. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. And you go back to April 2016. Carson Wentz traded by the Browns as, you know, the, the rights to get him. So, uh you know, they, that was the uh, second overall pick. There was a uh, fourth-round pick in there as well and went to the Eagles. So, I mean, they love everybody loves trading for Carson Wentz. And then March of 2021, traded by the Eagles to the Colts for a third-round pick and then a, a first-round pick this year, this year's draft. And now traded by the Colts with a 2022 second-round pick, uh, and uh, you get conditional picks here with what's going on with the Washington Commanders. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, in Carson Wentz's career, uh, three first-round round, round draft picks have been given up from two seconds, three-thirds, and a fourth, and he's made $100 million. And we still don't know how good he is. He does have a Super Bowl ring of sorts. By the way, this program brought to you by... If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. That's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned. At the end of your first year, Discover Exceptionally Common Sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. By the way, you go to the website. Our uh, T-shirts there. The St. Patrick's Day, the Dan Patrick's Day T-shirts are there. We got March Madness T-shirts. Also pick up a bag of Penny's Bang Biscuits. Two different sizes with Penny's Bang Biscuits, bite-sized treats, perfect rewards for your puppy, thanking them for good behavior. Uh, the biscuits handmade from scratch using healthy, all-natural ingredients. 20% of all Bang Biscuits sales given back to hand-picked partners in the pet industry. In fact, Seton and I were talking about that yesterday, that we have to cut a check to uh, a couple of our pet partners there to say thank you for all the great things that they do. All right, poll question today, Seton. Well, I was going to start with who got the better end of the Carson Wentz trade, but I think I could tell where you're leaning on that one. <laughs> I, I, 
I guess I'm I'm trying to figure out how they may have won this trade, the commanders. Did they upgrade? Yes. But see, if I'm at that point where I'm not even sure I'm going to keep him, now you can say, hey, uh, he might he might work out. Okay, then he works out and he plays well. So now you're going to be paying him $35, $40 million with a new contract there? I, I would much rather take a chance on Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett. If I'm Washington, let me just take a chance on a rookie quarterback. Maybe I get with that rookie contract, you know, maybe I can build something here. I I don't know. It just feels like you're stuck in neutral with Carson Wentz of, you know, he's not that bad. Like he's not even Kirk Cousins. You know, and, and it feels like that's that line of demarcation of are you as good as him or better? Carson Wentz isn't there. but And they don't provide winning plays. You can have a quarterback who has good stats. Do you – can I count on you to win a game? That's it. Jimmy Garoppolo, it, he might be the, you know, the blueprint here. Can I win a game with him? And I don't think you can. A big game, can I go, go out there and win it? Or Kirk Cousins, I don't think I can. But they put up good numbers. They're regular season numbers. It's when I need you to win, can you? And that's why Denver upgraded, because Russ gives you a chance in every game. And they didn't have that for a long, long time. And the Colts, you know, are they going to replace, you know, uh, Carson Wentz with Jimmy Garoppolo? So you're sort of swapping guys out? Yeah, see. That leads us to our next poll uh, question option, Dan. Who will be the next ooh. quarterback of the Colts? I have 10 options for you. 10? Ten? 10 options. Yes. Wait, well, hold on. I got I to gotta take a break. 10 options. I have 10 options for you. 10 options. Yeah. Is Andrew Luck on that list? No, he is not. Okay. Oh. All right, we'll come up with a poll question. Phone calls are always welcome. I uh, got a play of the day. We'll talk about what happened in the Syracuse game with Buddy Bayheim. Not exactly your buddy. He got suspended for the game this weekend against Duke, and that might be the end of his college career, that he would go out as a spectator. We'll talk about that moment. I was actually watching it live with the Danettes, and I said, hold on, pause that, Paulie. Buddy Bayheim just punched somebody. And referees didn't do anything about it. And in the moment, I thought, okay, if you're going to do something, better do it now. Can't do it retroactively. And Buddy Beheim, ACC, went in and said, we're going to suspend you for a game. Yes, Paul. You know, we were watching that game here, and it didn't really get much play on social media. You didn't uh, narc out Buddy Beheim, did you? You didn't uh, text people? I'm not on social media. No, and I would not narc him out. You know, I have a great relationship with Beheim's wife. You're not a narc. No, I'm not. You are not. I would not narc him out. All right, we'll take a break. We're back after this. Dan Patrick Show. Got a great story here. And uh, this, is, this is where you get into uh, a friendship partnership. Sort of like I have with Traeger and Callaway, that we're friends with those people. We love the products there. And I fell in love with Link Soul. Link Soul, a family-operated company based in Oceanside, California, and it was founded by the John Ashworth. And I say that, I don't say that lightly, because he changed golf fashion forever. And this is his latest brand that he built with his nephew, Jeff. And they created a look, a lifestyle, rooted in golf, but, you know, can be worn on and off the course, in and out of the ocean, hats, hoodies, shorts, pants, the feel, the vibe, everything about it, chill. I found out that uh, Bubba Watson invested in Link Soul. Alex Smith, the former quarterback and ambassador. And then I reached out to uh, Link Soul 
And I went to visit John Ashworth in Oceanside. My wife and I went out, had dinner with him and uh, his wife. And I just said, look, I'd love for you to be part of the program. So check it out. A lot of great stuff there. Danettes and I always wearing Link Soul. LinkSoul.com. Let me know what you think. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Since 2016, the Colts have had five different starting quarterbacks to start the season, tied with Washington and Denver for the most in the NFL. By the way, the Colts are 0-6 opening week during that span. Andrew Luck, Scott Tolzien, Andrew Luck, Jacoby Brissett, Phillip Rivers, Carson Wentz, and now who's the next quarterback for the Colts? Seaton, the poll question. Who will be the next quarterback of the Colts? Who... Okay, so currently Sam Ellinger is QB1, mm. as we know. Mm-hmm. Um, so your options are Jimmy G, Jordan Love, Jameis Winston, Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr. Wait, where are we getting all these names? My sources. Oh, you have sources. These are all of my NFL sources. Oh, okay. I've told me this. Well, yeah. sure. Everybody has sources. Derek Carr. Okay. Teddy Bridgewater. Mm-hmm. Nick Foles. Marcus Mariota. Mitchell Trubisky. Well, I would probably look at Mitchell Trubisky right now. Um, I think the Giants are looking at him. But it's weird. Normally you have a resurgence when you play. Mitchell Trubisky didn't play in Buffalo. Right? He threw eight passes. One of them was picked off. It's funny. Now all of a sudden he's going to the Giants. He's going to air. He's like, yeah, now all of a sudden people care about Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, I guess if I was – see, the Colts are ready to win now. That's another thing you have to factor in. Who gives us the best chance to win now? I'm going to say Garoppolo does, it feels like. Like out of the, the realistic candidates that you could have, I would say Jimmy G – all he does is win. People keep reminding me. Or lose. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're going to bring in Jameis Winston. You're not going to get Derek Carr. Deshaun Watson. I can't see that happening. You didn't put Tom Brady on there. I did not. <laughs> that would be a shocking move by Tom. That would be. But, you know, you got a great offensive line. You're in the Dome. And you got a great running back. You got a good defense there. People think a lot of Frank Reich, the head coach. There's a, there are a lot of positives there. And it's always great to follow the guy who followed the guy. Like like you want to you want to follow Carson Wentz in Indy or Jameis Winston in Tampa. You know, certain quarterbacks, you go, yep, I'll go right after that guy. Yes, he. Sort of to follow follow Paulie's lead a little bit on this one. Is Mitchell Trubisky a little too much of a punchline? I don't think he was as bad as people made him out to be. He he played for, you know, a bad organization. And I I think the first couple of years he was respectable. It's if he was a third round draft pick, then we would look at him completely different. We would go like, man, you know what? Trubisky can play. But when you get drafted and, and they trade up to get you, then you go, 
wait, he's not that good. It's like Carson Wentz. They gave up all of this to get Carson Wentz. You know, they passed on Mahomes. They passed on Deshaun Watson. And I think because of that, then you go, he's never going to be as good as he's supposed to be because they traded up to get him and they didn't need to. Yeah, Pauline. So my, I think that's kind of where you're at with Trubisky. It's, it's like because he played for the Bears, his numbers are actually better than they appear because that's a, you know, a, a franchise that's death for quarterbacks. His second year in the league, he was 11-3 as a starter with 24 touchdowns and 12 picks. If you prorate that for a Bears quarterback, that's like 50 touchdowns. They don't do that. And you know he, he did win games there for quite a while. He was 29-21 and 21 as a starter. Yeah. He also suffers because of that draft, the 2017 draft. Some of the quarterbacks taken a little bit later. I would reach out to Atlanta for Matt Ryan. I, I think, you know, take a swing. See if Atlanta, I mean, Matt Ryan has, he's owed the most money of any starting quarterback this next season. I think it's close to $48 million. Now, you might want to factor that in. That's, just, that's the cap hit. But would I make a run at Matt Ryan? I would. He's probably got three years left, maybe. He's 36. Lando's not going to do anything. Maybe, maybe they would be willing. And then maybe they would decide that they would draft a quarterback. But maybe you make a run like that. And then Jimmy Garoppolo, I don't know about this you know, surgery here. If, if I'm San Francisco, I would keep Garoppolo for another year. Um, and I don't know what the cap hit or any of that stuff is. But I, I would, Trey Lance is not ready to go. I mean, there are people now who are coming out, believe it or not, they're looking at Justin Fields and saying, you know, he's got an elongated throwing motion. Now you notice that? I, I mean, I played the position as a freshman in high school. That's as much knowledge as I have of playing quarterback. And I could tell you how he had a long delivery. And now they're saying, you know, he's got a long deli- elongated delivery. Okay. So now what do you do? <laughs> Aren't these things that you probably noticed prior to drafting somebody like that? But, uh, you know, this is how it works in this business. You know, all the people who didn't think that some of these guys were going to be successful, and then they are, or the other way around, everybody's got an opinion. Everybody got a hot take on this. And it comes back to quarterbacks and what we say what, what we say about them when they first start, what, what we say mid-career, uh, what we say at the end of their career. You know, Russell Wilson. Now, all of a sudden, you got guys who are saying, well, he's not a leader. He's Hollywood. He checked out in Seattle. Uh, maybe he's not as good as he thinks he is. He's not a top-five quarterback. Maybe, maybe not a top-ten quarterback. From, from what analysts are now saying about Russell Wilson. I'm like... If a game is on the line, Russ is in the conversation of top three or four quarterbacks that I would take. And that's what you need to have in the NFL. How many games are decided by six points or less? That's what I want. I got to have a guy that we're down six. We're down four. Can you lead us to the promised land? How many of those guys can do that? Jimmy Garoppolo? No. Carson Wentz? No. Kirk Cousins? No. Aaron Rodgers, yes. Mahomes, yes. Joe Burrow, probably. Justin Herbert, probably. Like, there's only about 7 to 10 where you go, that guy can win a game for us. The other quarterbacks, it feels like, don't lose a game for us. Yes, Eden. 
So if you're the Colts, though, are you looking for the guy right now? Are you trying to get the man, or are you looking for another bridge quarterback? If I could get Matt Ryan, I would take Matt Ryan because I think that's an upgrade, and I do get a former MVP, and you do have a team that's ready to win now. Um, I don't think you want to – if you're going to get rid of Carson Wentz, I, I think you have to have a game plan here because the team is so good now that I don't think you can go, you know what, let's just get through this year. I don't think you can work that way. And certainly with what happened last year, that's a big disappointment. You have to beat the Raiders or Jacksonville. You make the playoffs, and then you don't. Yeah, Seaton. So Matt Ryan is 36? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you get him for a couple of years? Yeah. Yeah. And I would at least inquire and see what it's going to cost me there. Because it's win now. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So Carson Wentz goes to the commanders here. I like how we normally don't care about Carson Wentz and we normally don't care about the commanders. But if there's a trade involved and it's the NFL, and I feel bad for March Madness because I'm watching all of these games. I love championship week. But all it takes is one or two things to happen in the NFL. So we've had Ridley, Aaron Rodgers. We had Russell Wilson and now Carson Wentz. And the week's not even over yet. That's pretty amazing. And this is not the most important week in the college basketball season, but it's certainly up there. Championship week is awesome. And then you got, you know, the Selection Sunday coming up as well. Yeah, Paul. Here's a little freaky stat. Mitch Trubisky, by the way, he has 50 career Why are you obsessed with Mitchell Trubisky? Same reason these NFL teams are right now. No, but you're you're upset. Like a stat always comes back to Mitchell Trubisky. I think it's fascinating that how this guy's career is like not, hasn't been defined yet. He's got 50 career starts. Jimmy Garoppolo's only got 47 career starts in the regular season. Garoppolo's 30 years old. He's got 47 career starts. But you love bringing up Mitchell Trubisky. I don't love Trubisky. I love the topic. I don't think he's that great. Well, you do have stats that always lean in his favor of, hey, you know what he was? He was 30 and 21 as a starter here. Hey, he went to Pro Bowl. Hey, you know what his interception touchdown ratio is? Yeah. So you do love Mitchell Trubisky. I'm, I'm fascinated by what he might be, and I think some of the <laughs> NFL teams are. Well, he's going to be a backup with the Giants. So I don't know how much fascination there is there. Or will he? Well, uh, I would say this year, yeah. With Daniel Jones? Sure. After that, I mean, and maybe he does get a start with the Colts. I think that there was a lot of talk that there, that he would be a starter this next season with the NFL. Yes, he. And maybe Paul is just wearing me down, but part of it with Trubisky just feels unfair. Like you said before, he wasn't that bad. No, but if he didn't play for the Bears, Paul wouldn't be in love with him. No, that's not true. I, I'm fascinated. If Trubisky by... played for Houston, you wouldn't be going, hey, Mitchell Trubisky. You lo- he played for the Bears, your team. I, I think what's interesting about him is more so the finances, that the whatever team had him, the Bears, they couldn't sign him because the market wouldn't allow them to pay him $150 million for five years. So they had to move on from there. It's kind of like with Mariota and Winston. There's that... No middle ground. Yeah. And he was another victim of it. And he's like, he was in for the Bears. He was actually pretty good because they stink so bad at the position. Yeah, I, I still think the NFL and these agents have to look at this and, 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 be, and be realistic for their clients. So there is that sort of soft landing area. If you said you could have gotten Trubisky for $25 million a year, then the Bears probably would have said, all right, we'll keep him at that. 
price. But, you know, you take Justin Fields and they're going to have this decision to make in a couple of years with him if they're going to pay him the max as well. But to find that there are certain quarterbacks who aren't worth $40 million or $45 million, even mid-30s. But it's just like Baker Mayfield. Is he worth that? No. At least not, to, in my opinion. Jimmy Garoppolo, is he worth that? No. But is there a soft landing area there where you go, you could still keep that quarterback and you could get him for that price. Kyler Murray's going to cost you the max with Arizona. And you could say, well, all right, you're, you're paying for potential, but also for what he's done. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, I'm not paying that kind of money. Mitchell Trubisky, not. James Winston, not. But, you know, these guys sort of lose their jobs because their agents are going to want that kind of money. And I would love to see them find it sort of a common ground where these teams can keep these quarterbacks. Uh, let me see. Uh, Jesse in Atlanta. Hey, Jess, what's on your mind today? Good morning, everybody. Love the show. Uh, I had a pie of the face bet, but uh, uh, and something uh, for a suge- suggestion for key hands in case it doesn't work out. But first, Seton, you have two other options to add on there. You forgot Tim Tebow and Ben Roethlisberger coming back and pulling up Brett Favre just like uh, Philip Rivers did with the Colts. Mm, mm, okay. So, uh, okay, so my pilot face bet is this for anybody who wants to take it. Russell Wilson in that little, you know, that conference with all the good QBs they have, under over nine wins, who wants to take it? And then my suggestion for T-Hands is, if it doesn't work out as a Danette, you know, you can always be a hand model for Burger King. Mm, okay. There you go. You can make the Whopper look bigger. See. Uh, does anybody want a piece of nine wins? So he's saying nine wins for the Broncos. I guess I'll go with my resident expert there, <laughs> the man who knows all the quarterbacks who ever played. Case Keenum, Denver Broncos. Too late now, Paxton. Uh, I would like to think they can win three more games than they did this past year. So I'll take him up on that bet and say that. No, you would like to think. Do you? I'm going to. Russell Wilson will find a way to get to double digits. It may just be ten. Okay, but uh, that's all they they can do. Yeah, I think they can get to ten and seven. They can't get to nine and a half. They can't. I'm hopeful that they can get to ten and seven. Because they were just seven and ten without him. How about this? There's the over under is nine and a half. That's fair. You're taking the over. I'm going to say yes. Ten wins for the Broncos. Okay, because that's how somebody gets hit with a pie. Yes. Okay. You're willing to say the Broncos win at least 10 games this year. Sure. They go 10 and 7. Let's do it. Why not? i got to stick up for my Broncos. I like that. Yes, you should. And it's a horse manure pie, too, which is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Broncos. So you guys are really stepping up. (laughs) Andrew in Washington. Hi, Andrew. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan. Good morning, guys. Great to be on the show. Um, Real quick, just a uh, QB draft pie of the face update between Polly and I. I saw a uh, early Todd 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 McShay mock draft last night, um, and his first quarterback off the board is number eighteen, Kenny Pickett to the Saints. Okay. All right, Malik Willis is number twenty to the Steelers. So I've done a little a uh, little QB pie to the face tracker. You've got on Paulie's side Chris Sims, Tim Kalashaw, and Ross Tucker. On my side, I've got Mike Tannenbaum, the former GM. So I don't know if that was a, if I can trust him as a, as a, as a, a real <laughs> guess, or is he just throwing you off like a regular GM? So, okay, um, just a little, just a little update. Also, I have a poll question idea. All right. All right. So who's more surprised, Bron- Bronco fans who got Russell Wilson, 
or Mitch Trubisky's agent who might be in a bidding war between teams. <laughs> it's surprising that there could be a bidding war for Mitchell Trubisky Jr. The third. It's hard for you to say that, phrase, it, isn't it? It is. It is. It is. Because once we go to commercial break, I'm going to walk out of my side of the man cave, walk right by Pauly, and Pauly's going to give me his... Hey, you know, I'm just saying about Mitchell Trubisky. I'm like, he's a, you know, he's an upgrade here. He's going to make his case. Oh, no, I'll do it on the air. I'll do it on the air. <laughs> well, no, you do it on the air, but you'll do it when I walk over by you. Yes, Seton. That's one of Paul's great strengths on the show is picking a guy and finding stats that support his case, you know, regardless of whatever. It's Mitchell Trubisky right now. It's been Cooper Cup. It's been Christian McCaffrey. It's been Russell Wilson. He's oh got God. guys that yes. he falls in love with, too, but yeah. he's, he's great at creating his argument. Paulie should have been a lawyer. Yeah. Paulie was on the debate team, and, and he just waits for moments like this. Like, I'm going to prove a point, and I, I'm, I've got stats here. I'm going to prove a point. Yes, Todd? Wasn't there something else today with Tiki Barber that he's not quite as great <laughs> as we thought? Or he's better than we thought? That, that was uh, 2014 yeah. to 2017, yeah. the Tiki Barber argument era. Yes, <laughs> Tiki Barber wasn't even arguing about Tiki Barber being in the Hall of Fame. But Paulie's like, man, you look at these numbers. You know, he averaged 1,500 yards. And he, you know, one more season, he plays one more season, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. I said, well, he didn't play one more season. That doesn't stop Paul. If Paulie's on your side, he's going to make a good argument for you. Uh, yes, Eden. And on the flip side, if Paulie's not on your side, man, he will bury you oh. for the next 20 years. Scorched earth. Just ask Todd. Just ask. I've been there. Just ask. Just ask Fritzy. All right, we'll take a break. Play of the day up next here, Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Mike check. Mike check. Do you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game? What's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. And let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one on one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. To make your next move your best move and tap in with me on KJ Live, wherever you get your podcast from. Oh my God. The play, the play, is called play. of the day. Check this out. Across the court with four seconds. Maddox with the ball in his hands. Fires for three. Got it! Darius Maddox drills it from the left wing and wins the game for Virginia Tech in overtime. And he came off the bench. He's made at least one three-pointer in 13 consecutive games while shooting 58% from three-point range. That's courtesy of ESPN Radio. Play of the Day. Play of the Day is brought to you by the best putter that you'll ever play with. It's Odyssey. They've done it again. Consistent performance and stream of game-changing innovations like the new TriHot 5K. See what makes Odyssey the number one putter on tour at odysseygolf.com. Paulie just brought up something interesting right before we came back from our commercial break. He said, eyebrows are a deal breaker for me. Because I talked about Adele. Adele was, you know, going to be in concert in Vegas, I believe. And 
And, uh, you know, she has uh, light eyebrows, but she kind of makes them a little bit darker. Polly goes, oh, eyebrows, deal breaker. And I go, a deal breaker. So I'm not the pickiest guy in the world. This is, we're going to talk about my single days. You're pretty close to being pretty picky. There's certain styles <laughs> I like, as you know, if you know anything about me, Dan. You know my dating history. Yes, I Probably do. more than anybody. Yes, I do. There's certain, certain styles. Styles I like. <laughs> <laughs> Curvaceousness. Yes. Yes. Again, my favorite actress. Full, full figured. Pam Anderson's my favorite actress of all time. Actress. Her acting ability. Okay. Also. Of course. Okay. Eyebrows are a tough one to get over. Like if they're severe in one way, penciled in, mm. ripped out, mm. okay, worked up, workshopped. Okay, you can't really uh, turn that one off. I, 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 I've dated women without limbs before, just one actually, but it didn't even didn't even bat an eye. It didn't bother me a bit. She was missing from the knee down. It was great, but uh, I didn't even think about it. Well, After, it wasn't great for her. In summer, I noticed it more often. Okay, <laughs> but eyebrows, that it's a, it's okay. right there. Yeah. Don't, do you guys have a thing that's like when you're single? Uh, a bad laugh is is uh, is a oh, tough one. For that's me. a tough one. Yeah, that's it. And I um, I had I dated somebody who had a bad laugh, and it did curtail my uh, you know willingness to want to tell jokes. Do you talk about the Cold War a lot? Yes, I do. You know, <laughs> yeah, we'd go see Schindler's List quite a few times. That's what you got to do. Yeah, that's how you got to play that. Yeah, yeah. Anything that was, uh, you know, a downer, you know, just didn't want to smile. And then I work with somebody who dated a hostess and uh, she had, I remember, bad teeth. And uh, he would he would purposely try not to make her laugh so she wouldn't smile. I remember this. I gentleman. love how perfect we are. You know, there's nothing wrong with us. It's 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 you that uh, you got issues here. Yes, Todd. First of all, I like that Paulie went out on a limb and dated someone that had, you know, that situation. Oh, no, so I think that's cool. Some people be like, no way, I'm not going out with her. You can't make that joke. I can you make can. the joke. It's I dated amput- her. Amputation jokes are terrible. They are. That's the first and last one you're going to get from me. Her name was Peg. Never talk about... <laughs> that is interesting we- that her name was Peg. You can't make those jokes. She's my girl. That Come was on. beyond rude. Cannot make fun of lefty like that. I apologize to the, the whole community. That has that Come situation. on. What's her le- legacy? <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> you had an opportunity to bail and you added one. You can make fun of Mr. Trubisky, but not Peg. <laughs> okay. And you got to foot the bill for all the food and everything. She never pays. She never pays. She never offers to pay. Foot the bill. Shoe shopping was easy. It was really cheap. Half price. Everything was half price. <sighs> I can make that joke. Okay. Can you make that joke just because yes. you dated somebody? Yes. It's like I can make fun of people who are blind in one eye. I could make I could You can do that. Right. Yeah, but that's you who's blind in one oh. eye. Like if if I knew you and you had one leg. Part, yeah, one leg. Could I make fun of you because I knew you? Want to hear what's funny? Is, I'm, I'm being dead serious. She was way more athletic than me. We she was absolute which is not surprising. <sighs> It's all true. It's a true story. We've had a lot of left turns. <laughs> I've never told you that one. That's one no, I never told you. you did not. That's why it caught my attention. Yeah. Eyebrows are a deal breaker. Yes. When <laughs> I'm looking at Adele, and I love Adele. You said something that she's added on to her eyebrows. Or yeah, something. she has to darken them. Okay. Yeah. And I, then Paulie goes, oh, eyebrows, deal breaker. I was like, what? And then you said that you dated somebody who uh, had partial leg. I went, okay. Yeah. All right. 
It's all about content, Todd. I know. I just, I'm feeling bad now. Like we've alienated a, a certain community. And look at this, <laughs> it was rude, and that's inconsiderate, and it's awful, actually. <laughs> but it's out there now. I can't take it back. It's live. Can't take that back. Nope. It's live radio. Nope. Gone. Yeah, yeah, Seaton. People asking if her name was Eileen. She's just <laughs> oh, not. Oh, Come wow. On. Come on now. Wow. Twitter, you're, you guys are better than you that. You guys are. <laughs> Actually, they're not. You guys are better than that, Twitter. <laughs> Come on. Um, <laughs> what? I think Marvin got it on like eight seconds away. <laughs> Marvin, did you just get it? I was late to the party. I was so late to the party. I didn't get it until after Marvin left. Then I got it. They're still getting it, Marvin and Fritzy. Eileen, what? Are... <laughs> it's like, what are we in sixth grade right now? Yeah. yeah. Damn. Whew. Anywho. Yeah, right here. Paul, I took her to the Limp Biscuit concert. <laughs> I'm not a big oh, limp what? biscuit. Limp biscuit? Nah, that's not nice either. All right, we should probably end that. Fred Dirtz or whatever his name is. Durst. Durst. Fred Durst. Yeah. Yeah. Limp biscuit. Anybody else? That's it. We're gonna close up shop we here. Probably should. Yeah. Probably should. Okay. <laughs> oh dear. I'm going to hell. But we're probably going to be first in line. It wasn't for this segment, though. Yeah, we were a, going long before. Oh, I had an easy pass. Like the HOV lane. Be like, you're going to hell? Yeah. Yeah. No stops. Boom. Right through. No tolls. Like at the way station, they queue up this segment. Like, Remember this one? Yeah. What? Oh, no. Peg? Uh, Do they welcome you when you go to hell, though? And you're like, hey, you earned it. Like, good job. Come on in. Let's talk about that. I've always imagined it to be like the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame ceremony where you walk in, you get your jacket, <laughs> you're surrounded by all these other <laughs> derelicts. But, like, but, oh, you, hey. but you don't get a flame retardant uh, <laughs> no, jacket no. when you're there, right? I see what you did. Do you see, Don? Bloop, bloop. <laughs> Two points right there. <laughs> You you've gotten you're all in on Tony Reale around the horn. I, given just, I points, love though. that now. I'm gonna like do that. You guys are gonna be very <laughs> sick of it. Anytime someone says anything remotely interesting, bloop, you get a point. <laughs> um, coming up, by the way, the song that makes you turn off the radio. We uh, we, we discussed this yesterday. We've had sad songs, we've had happy songs, and we thought the song that makes you want to turn off the radio. Now, people are going to say when Todd starts to sing. And that's I, fair. And I hope that that's not the case. I hope we could like eliminate that as a category. Yeah, they, they, they'd be turning off our show, and I don't want that. No, we don't want that. All right. Coming up next hour, it took him 30 years to become an overnight sensation nationally. Chris Mad Dog Russo back on the program with us. Mad Dog will join us. And he portrays Jerry West in the HBO series on the Lakers Showtime. Jason Clark, the actor playing one of my idols. One hour in the books, two more to go. Dan Patrick Show.